It's about to be a surgical summer. Chop the tops off the coops. The cuatrocientos ochenta y ocho. The spider joint. Watch the body drop. Hey, hey, I'm Bexy, and this is the Not So Kosher Show. And I would like to again welcome my wonderful virtual side dish, Dave Canyon. Dave, how are you today? I'm doing fine, Bex. Thank you for saying I'm having a great time talking to you, learning about each other, and eating particular foods somebody will probably not venture out and enjoy without you. So it's <laughs> fun doing this podcast, dining and dating with you. On I-90, it's also called the Mass Pike. It's Pike, and um, it is uh, gray sky, uh, cloudy, which is really interesting to me, probably not to you as any, but once upon a time, I had a part-time truck driving job that I did on Wednesdays and Sundays. I really, really hated working Sundays, but in my brain, I, I thought I needed to make that money, which, you know, turns out I didn't, but I, I hated being away from the family, two days off, I had a part-time job, but this specific road from New York to Boston, Mass, every Sunday, I don't know what would happen, but when leave New York, it would be sunshine, and as soon as I crossed the border, it'd be gray skies and grim, and it would make me so depressed, and to this very day, I hate working Sundays, and I don't dislike driving in Massachusetts, but it's very rarely a cheerful sunny day when I'm driving in this area. If I can add on top of that and manipulate, monopolize this conversation. Long ago, I was in the Navy in Groton, Connecticut, and my entire time living in what was nicknamed Groton, it was gray sky. I just don't have a very positive relationship, weather-wise and driving-wise, in this particular region. So I just gave you everything you need to know about Dave Canyon this road well no because people don't know why dave canyon is on that road you want to tell them because you're we typically talk when you're going to work or going home from work but what are you doing on this road dave what's your adventure take where's your adventures taking you today (laughs) (laughs) and uh i'm sorry i missed it on the first first go round. i went on a totally different tangent um i am going to providence rhode island to the downtown Marriott for a three or four day conference, which really conference is not the right word. It's really more like a family reunion of sorts because I am, I think we've discussed in some of the previous podcasts. Yes. And I discussed it on my podcast, of course, to drop a little plug, dumbing it down with Dave, which can be found on Spreaker and iTunes. But anyway, the point. The point is, I'm a child of, a, of deaf adults. C-O-K are the initials, child of a deaf adult, and I am going to this conference, and I'm about to meet uh, and re-meet, uh, this is my second one, second year, 349 of closest friends and family that all coders. We all grew up with the same situation, but different, whether it was bad father deaf, mother deaf, father deaf, but whoever was our guardian, somebody was deaf, and... Uh, that really affected our childhood, and it, it's, it's very specific, it's particular, and our circumstances are most likely unlike most other people's upbringings in childhood, regardless of your situation or their situation. So it's, it's 
four days. I did it last year in Vancouver, and this year I'm doing it in Providence. It's going to be great. Yeah. Are there any other kids there that come from Jewish parents? Jewish coders? Jew coders? Yeah, Jew coders. Um, <laughs> Jew coders. Yes, yes, there are plenty of uh, wow. Jewish parents. There's Mrs. Goldberg I'm going to read. There's plenty of Jews. You know, coders come from all over the world. It's an international organization. Thank you for giving me the time to explain this. Last year, five continents and like 30-some-odd companies that were uh, that were uh, involved from all over the world. They came from Korea last year. They came from Germany. They came from Sweden. And then uh, uh, they come from Brooklyn, that country. So they, uh, they come from uh, the one Brooklyn. So they come, they come from Long Island. They come from all over. It's great because here's the phrase. I've said it before and I'll say it again. When it comes to being a coder, our childhoods, our upbringings are all the same but different. So if you met just a tribe of Jews or a group of black people or Italians, you'd, be, you'd have but different stories. But we all have this one similar thing. Our parents were deaf. And as a child, you have to adjust immediately. You have no choice. And I just got the phone with a friend of mine named Alan. He's 59, 55. He's married. I'm married. He has children. I have children. One of the things that came up in this conversation, that, you know, it's been mentioned before, he says, we were robbed of our childhood. And that's a very true thing with about 99.9% of coders. We had to perform as adults for our parents as interpreters and as the ears to the world, we were thrown into adult situations as soon as possible, which is quite odd. You, I've never thought about that, but you're right. I don't, you know, I guess I wouldn't say you were robbed of it. I didn't have that. So I missed what you got. You missed what I got. I'm not, I'm going to agree with you 100% that you missed far more than I missed. I will say that, though. But... Yeah. yeah, there's no doubt about it. I I always would watch Kitty Bunch, and I'd be incredibly <laughs> anxious because I never had that relationship with my father yeah. or my mother, and I also had to have a special relationship with my parents that the Brady kid never had to. I would always have to be there for them, whether it was at McDonald's or whether it was at the doctor. I was always in service. Yeah. Being I dog, I was in service. Yeah, we all were in service. Immediately, many of us are still in service. The more Jew know. So Dave and I are going to today for our Jew food and our segment called Aren't You Fungry? We're the Fungry Jews. Uh, we have chosen uh, corned beef on rye today. Did you go with rye? Yes, absolutely. Okay. And with, did, spicy, with spicy mustard. Okay, that was going to be my next question. I assumed you were going to go with spicy mustard, and I decided to go with the mild, regular mustard today, yellow, to do something different. Okay. And to actually, realistically, this was probably the original. Maybe not. Maybe it was dark mustard. We don't even actually know that. So um, I don't know that, right? I think we should. Are you ready to take a bite of your sandwich, or do you need to unwrap it? It's not bad. Let me. I ordered it. Right. Last night, sure to be ready, and they said no problem. So they made it last night. It's been sitting in the refrigerator, a Ziploc bag, a nice collection of napkins to go with it. Oh, what is this? A little note? Oh, wait. Oh, oh, please do the sandwich. He will be here at eight o'clock. Go to the deli. Okay, <laughs> that's so funny. There's <laughs> <laughs> a little note. Don't, don't, uh, don't eat this. All right. So now I'm on. Wrapping plastic wrap. Okay. Hold on, I'm in the left lane. I gotta get the. This, this, they got it. This, this is overkill. I'm do the 
rap. Oh, yeah, yeah. Hey, puzzle. It's like Rubik's, Rubik's rap. Wrapping has made it look uh, like a larger sandwich, right? Yeah. 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 It's, uh, well, it's, very, it's like Arnold. This is like a very small. I'm a little disappointed. I should take a, a picture of it before I eat it, but I'm not going to because I'm driving. Well, uh, it's a little small. You should be I'm a not, girl. You should be a girl and check out some guy's like package from the outside of his jeans and realize that he's wearing like 14 boxer shorts underneath. And then you get down to the, you know, you unwrap everything and you're like, what the fuck is that that I'm supposed to do something with? Yeah, those are. Right? Right. <laughs> right. Take, a, take a blanket. You got I it. Want, I want sausage. Yeah, I right? I'm about to eat a penis. You're making me talk like I'm about to eat a penis. This is so emasculating. I don't know what I want to eat now at all. I'm so hungry. But no, that's good. I, I all get right. over it. Take your bite. Are you ready? Take your bite. All right, here we go. Okay. Wait, 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 wait. wait, 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 wait okay, okay. Okay, I'm, I'm waiting. waiting. I'm waiting. You describe yours. Oh, okay. Oh, sorry. Um, Mine is thinly sliced corned beef. Um. I went with uh, thinly sliced this morning because I stole it from the restaurant area, so I didn't have to cut my own meat. Um, and then right. I have some beautiful caraway rye uh, that also I got from Cecil's. And then I have to admit, though, I'm only having a quarter of a sandwich because it's 11 o'clock in the morning. And if I have too much of this, it will probably give me diarrhea because I have a Jewish stomach. So I have to be gentle. So I'm just having a little bit of a sandwich right now. You know, I'm a girl. Okay. okay all right. Are we ready? Yes. Okay. Fine. You ready? Ready? One, two, three. Go. Three, go. Mmm. Yummy. Mmm. Oh, my God. Oh, wow. Good? Mmm. Yummy. <laughs> Except, it needs more mustard. Does it? Oh, I'm sorry. Oh my god. Oh, yeah, okay. Wow. Uh, no. And the bread is a little not exactly fresh. Well, I'm sure it got a little uh, mushy. It got a little mushy from the, the meat being in there overnight, probably, or, or since this morning. I don't know. What? I don't know. It's okay. Okay. Yeah. okay. Oh. And here's what's interesting. I I'm not eating that corned beef. Or is it supposed to be hot pastrami? Is corned beef supposed to be cold in the sandwich? You know, or is it supposed to be hot? You know, I think it's people's preferences, but I like both. If I'm going to have corned beef hot, I really I really like it with Swiss cheese. So, and that's kind of a, you know, not so kosher situation. But, you know, that's all right. Not like it keep kosher. Anything. The guy, the guy on the phone last night wanted to know if I wanted to, if he wanted me to, Yep, there you go. I'm going plain Jane today. This corned beef is not exactly what I would call especially cured and uh, taken care of. It's kind of, I guess, cheapo, middle of the road, or grade C government surplus corned beef. But I I think it's bad at kosher deli, so there's no reason to think it's a phenomenal sandwich. Exactly, that's true. So, you know what's interesting is that... I read some very interting yeah. <clears throat> excuse me. 
I read some very interesting things about our corned beef sandwiches or our corned beef. I'd so, like to hear about it. did you always find it interesting that? So, for my parents' deli for Cecil's, um, St. Patrick's Day is the busiest day of the year for us. We have people, hundreds of people, waiting outside the door to get in. It is insane. Wow. It's the craziest thing. And I never could understand the like why it's like that. But this is so interesting. Like why why is corned beef? A, is it a Jewish meat or is it an Irish meat? Right? Like it's kind of a little confusing. Yeah. So I, I looked, of course, leaving it to me because you know I like to do this stuff. I looked it up, and um, it turns out that the reason that uh, here's I'll give you a little bit of history on it. So corned beef. Um, that Americans typically associate with Irish cu- cuisine is actually Jewish. Okay. So I would have probably guessed before this, that corned beef came from the Irish people, but it's actually the other way around. It, it is, it's the kind of corned beef that it, they have like in Ireland or in the UK or whatever is, it's not like pink. It's like, like, um, it's like gray. It's like a gray color. And then they drink it with the green beer or whatever, you know, for St. Patrick's Day. The Irish immigrants were faced with this like really hard situation when they settled in New York City. And we all know that there were so many of us in that small piece of land. There were Jews, there were Irish, there were Polish, there were Italians, there were everything, right? And we were all kind of mushed together, even though we all had our own little neighborhoods, we still were like right on top of each other. But what was going on was that when the Irish people came into that area, um, they traditionally would eat a lot of pork, but when they couldn't get that and they were so close to all of our butchers, they ended up and they, they started getting their meats exclusively from kosher butchers, which is so interesting. And so that's why they started mostly using corned beef. It wasn't until then that they started using corned beef. Before that, it was just ham. So it's kind of interesting because didn't you? Wouldn't you have guessed that corned beef was a Irish dish before Jewish? Or what do you think? Wow. No, I don't, yeah, I don't know. Uh, I don't know what to think. I think that's fascinating. I love the fact that the Not So Kosher podcast is your corned beef authority. I love that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, every 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 show we're like the uh, we're the halibut. Sadly, drinking it down with water. Not me. I know. I know. I know. I have a bottle. I have a bottle, which, by by the way, I walked by it, and then I was in the store. I went, oh, I got to 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 do it. And I went to the cooler, and I have a bottle of diet cream soap made by Boylan, not a sponsor of the show, although it wouldn't be a bad idea. Boylan Bottling Company. I've never seen yes. that brand before. Never. Because here we just do Dr. Brown's. We're straight up Dr. Brown's people. Are you switching it around in your mouth with your corned beef? I'm trying to tell you that boiling is the wine of soda. What do you know about wine? That is not the point. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hey, easy, quickie britches. 
this is not some three-week-old soda you see at the music park and you slurp it right down. No, no, you have to open it up. Let the aromatic flavors fill your nostrils, press it to your lips. Let it slide to the back of your throat. Now I ask you, isn't this the most tantalizing, refreshing beverage you've ever tasted in your life? You know, you know, at first it's at first it sounded like you were having sex, but then from the burp I knew that couldn't be that couldn't be it. <laughs> you know when you get married, yeah. You know when you get married and you crush the glass. Yes. When you're yeah, when when you're uh, I was gonna say when you're a man, but I, I guess women going to be ladylike. When you eat a sandwich and you have a soda and you burp, that's like the equivalent of eating the glass. Oh, interesting. <laughs> Never thought of that before. That's interesting, Dave. You can do it more than once. I love it. It's okay if you do it more than once. It's disgusting. So, so Dave, did, okay. did your mom ever make you corned beef sandwiches? Huh. Um, no. No, not, not that she couldn't and not that she wouldn't, but she was really potatoes. Uh, we would get corned beef sandwiches, but out deli. That's something that you would save for the day. Did she? Did she make brisket? Oh yeah. Oh, okay. Breakfast, still oh, yeah. Oatmeal, eggs, cream, beef, cream of farina. Yeah. Cream of farina. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't a big eater as a child. Yeah, yeah. You weren't a big eater as a child, but you're making up for it as an adult. No. Yeah, too. I'm eating for my childhood and for my. You can beat me up too. I'm good with it. I'm good with it. Yeah, because I'm fat. So I kind of like, why shouldn't we be happy together? No, I am. I'm, I'm, I'm definitely, I'm definitely a little chunkster. I always have been. I was born this weight, so it's fine. I'm good with it. Hey, I don't, I don't mean it bad. I actually don't mean it bad. I mean it that I actually think we're lucky to be the people that are skinny, they're always fucking miserable because they're always watching their weight and they just don't get to enjoy some, there's so many wonderful foods in this world. God puts us here for a speck of time. And why can't we just eat what we want to eat? We're going to die someday anyway. So if we die from a heart attack because we ate too much corned beef fat, who the fuck cares? Right? Yeah. If the doctor walks in and says, Hey, listen, you know, you know, you, you got cancer. Okay, you're like, oh, well, that was stupid. Hey, wow. You know, we should have worked at that uranium plant without protection. You know, yeah, I didn't think about that. Yeah, I loved it. Yeah. yeah. I ate a lot of good food. Yeah. And uh, I didn't eat people's in the mix. But you know what I'm saying. You know, yeah. like, yeah, I ate. I eat. Exactly. I eat. And you enjoy yourself. There's nothing wrong with that. It's yeah. okay. Yeah. I got a little bit of a gut, and I don't fit the Beatles. That's the worst thing, but, uh, and you, you, I don't know, when you beach in Minnesota, wherever that beach might be, uh, are you, uh, do you wear a bikini? Actually, what's, what's really funny is I stopped wearing bathing suits this year because I have, um, so many nasty veins on my legs that I'm embarrassed to show my legs. So unfortunately, 55 was it. And I just, we have a pool I, next door. We have a pool at John's parents. I go over there, but oh I go God. like in a onesie. Like, yeah, you can't see any part of me. And I can't have a you bikini. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, we do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's great. I know, it's oh, really great. Fantastic. 
And honestly, I never wore a bikini even as a young kid because from when I was six and for many years, I had four different surgeries and they were all on my belly. And so my belly's all beat up. Like, And then I had children, so they all got all stretched and they're pretty fucking ugly. So I've never worn a bikini because I had too many. Back then, they used to cut you half open to do every surgery. Now they make a little hole. So that's why I don't even have to use the excuse that I wasn't skinny, that I didn't wear a bikini because I wasn't skinny, right? Because I had other issues that I couldn't wear it for. I mean, that was just me. Some people don't give a shit. Anyway, so... I haven't worn Speedos in four years, so I have Speedos... In four years? Did you say in four years? Four years? No, 40. I haven't worn Speedos in 40 years. So, uh, although I did hold on to them... For a long time, because, you know, you do that thing where you go, yeah. well, when I lose weight again, yeah. I'm going to wear this. And I can sit in my underwear drawer in the corner forever. And then I forgot what weight size it was. And I don't know if it was 36, like 42 or 44. I went, okay, well, I'm never going to be a special bead again. So goodbye, Speedos. <laughs> I, I'm being very honest. I held on to them for a long time. You could wear them, you as, you could wear them as sexy underwear for, for Athena, couldn't you? I'm not sure how we got into retreated no. penises from corned beef, but, you know, we got there, right? <laughs> yeah, well, we've come to the gamut. I think we've come to this, this episode. We talked pretty in depth about so many different things. It's hard to believe that, you know, you're giving it away for free. Right, you know, but, uh, right. That's what we do. Exactly, exactly. But do you feel yeah. more satisfied that we did discuss it? Right. Oh, shit. Shit, hey. Dave, you know what? Let's let's say goodbye. Um, you go and you have yourself an amazing time at Coda. Just, I'm gonna try. It's adult camp. Like what could be better than adult camp, right? You can. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, absolutely. You can fetch up like forever, and just everybody's fetching together, and it's awesome. I would think. <laughs> Are you gonna have a good weekend? I'm gonna have a great weekend. It's been so great uh, co-hosting with my side dish. Dave Canyon, I want to make sure that you listen to the Not So Kosher podcast, so make sure that you subscribe on iTunes or any place that you feel like subscribing. If you don't like iTunes, it's Google Play and everywhere you can imagine. We've got SoundCloud and iHeart and iDo, right? iDo. So I hope you enjoyed our show today. We ate a little corned beef. We talked about some Speedos and how hot Dave probably still looks in his speedos but 
you guys all have a really great, great week. And this is how we do it. Be well, my Jewelers. This is how we do it. This is how we do it.